Yo, 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 what up, man? Listen, you are tuning in to another episode with your boy, Papa J, and back at it, back with me. I got my boy, Elo Speaks. Say what up to the people. Yo, what's up? Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. Talk about the sports, all the latest stuff that's happening, all the craziness happening with AP, Aaron Rodgers, Kyrie Irving, etc. Man, listen, that's uh, going to be some heavy stuff, man. Last time we um, we left off a couple of things, man, because we didn't get the chance to get into it, and I hope we are able to get every get into everything today. Um, no. But, man, listen, like you said, it's going to be some crazy stuff, man. So, I hope, uh, you know, y'all stay tuned. But um, before, you know, we get into the good stuff, listen, y'all see it at the bottom, just talking with Jeffrey, man. Go um, follow, subscribe, you know, do all, do all that. Um, and, you know, your boy Elo Speaks, man. All this stuff flashing down at the bottom. Go do the same. Go show my boy support. Elo Speaks, YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you can find them, man. Go and do that, man. Go um, Like I said, support your boy. Support your boys. Um, yeah, man. But as we... Uh, be, as we... Uh-huh, man. Go ahead, man. No, I was just saying, you know, follow me on YouTube, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And I also um, I'll have a Twitch account as well on Elo Speak, so you can find me there as well. Man, I ain't gonna lie, I gotta try to um get into that Twitch business, man. I don't I don't, yeah, I don't fully get sure. it yet, but I'm getting the I'm gonna get into Twitch man. Yeah you yeah trust but, me um, show up an account pretty useful. Alright man I'm, I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that. But man listen as we get into it man let's 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 jump I wanted to talk A B first but A B is a different group of people so we maybe it's a topic on his own on his own <laughs> on his own so we're gonna jump into you know we're gonna go backwards we're gonna go backwards uh we're gonna start in the nba and i mean it's still early on so you know the mvp race is 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 forever fluid it's going to be fluid week after week because I think when we started this off, um, who who would you say was on top out of the, the the ones that were on top? At the time when we were when we did the last podcast, Kevin Durant kind of edged um, Curry as the number one to like win the MVP. But then uh, Kevin Durant got into health and safety protocols, so that put uh, Curry back into the MVP race. But now that Kevin Durant's back, Curry kind of having a, a little like shooting slump right now but now out of nowhere Giannis Antetokounmpo came out of nowhere and kind of edged both of them in the MVP race and you already know York, Nurkic, my apologies, Nikolai Jokic he's playing unbelievable so he's putting himself in the MVP race so is any is anybody's like MVP right now is up for grabs man and, and, and you know what's so crazy about that I'm not going to lie. So as I look at the latest standings, right? So let me tell you what the order is based on what the NBA had put out more recently, right? So like you just said, you got Giannis at one. You got KD at two. You got Jokic at three. You got Embiid quietly at four. I'm not going to lie. I haven't heard anything from, from Embiid, but he's at four. And then course. you got Curry, Curry at five, right? 
So they got a total of, you know, 10 people, but you know, the next five, yeah, whatever's not really whatever's they're doing their thing. <laughs> the Rosen, I'm not gonna lie, you can sneak into that. You can sneak into yep. that. Yep, I forgot about um, him too. Yeah. Yeah, the Rosen, they got right now they got the Rosen at six. LeBron is at seven. Chris yep. Paul at LeBron eight. James defended. Yeah, he is. I'm I ain't gonna lie, I looked at his numbers recently. I mean, I think he's only had one game less than 30 points. He was at 26. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Um, but you got Gobert at nine, and then you got Ja. Ja at, you know, number 10. Ja been playing number Which is, I, It's a good list. I'm not going to lie. This is this is a good list. And so, but, but let, let, let's go back to what you said earlier about Steph, you know, regressing. Listen, you, I don't know if this is going to help his MVP cause or if he's going to help the team overall. But I just got a report earlier today that um, Clay coming back. Yep, Clay is tomorrow. officially returning. He is officially yep. returning. Uh, and, and, and from what um, Steve Kerr said, he's not returning to a uh, coming off the bench type role. He's coming back into the starting lineup. He doesn't need to. He, um, he's been playing in the in the, the the G League with him and Wiseman, so he's been getting good reps, good practices. So he's been playing against like other competitions. So they're able to slide him back into the lineup. And since the his, he fits so well with their system and style of play, it's gonna be a seamless fit. It's gonna feel like he never left. Which is true, and and they're what twenty nine and nine right now, yeah. so they are going to that that mesh is going to be there. They gonna they got they're going to be able to gel. Obviously, still gonna be able to put up crazy numbers. Now, I mean, they're putting up crazy numbers without Clay. With him coming back, is going to be even crazier. Um, but on the other side of that, like I said, does this ultimately help? You know, his MVP. Uh, race or does it hurt him, uh, Steph? Because listen, he was doing his thing without Clay, without having to. I mean, not to say share the ball, he has been sharing the ball. What is he averaging? Give me a second. Hold on, I think he's averaging like uh, he's averaging six, six, six assists a game, six point one assists a game. Um, I think with, with with Clay coming back, he's definitely gonna probably you know jump up because he got a he got another shooter, a, like legit yeah. shooter on the court with him. He's not gonna get double teamed a lot. Nah, that's definite. And I mean, you know, Steph can kill a double team anyways, so that doesn't course, even matter. Of course, um, Steph Curry's a threat from half court. Yeah, like this is ridiculous. He's video game status. Yeah. He's video game. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't get how he, he's he's definitely a walking video game. As uh, soon as he's from the logo, he's a threat I, to shoot. That's the scary thing about him. He definitely is, but I mean, I just—I'm not gonna lie. What, what's your? Th- I, to be honest, I don't think that's just my opinion. The sports world can have their own opinion, right? Everybody ha- can have their own opinion, but I don't think Giannis should be the number one in the MVP race right now. I, I just Neither. don't. I, I still I, feel I, like. Um, I still feel like uh, Kevin Durant is still the, leading the league in the MVP voting. That's just my personal feeling on the matter. 
but you know I can't take away from what Giannis is doing in terms of like playing and they've been winning I understand that uh, Brooklyn has a better record than them um, up there by two games but they just recently played the Milwaukee Bucks and the Milwaukee Bucks were being them by 20 points so and Giannis of course had a great game but I still feel like uh, Kevin Durant is still playing the best basketball I've seen him play since OKC since like I'm talking about 2014 so and that's that listen that is true right and so here's so stat wise right Giannis is at 27 let's call it 28 a game 11 boards a game 5 assists a game KD is at 30 points a game 7 boards and 5 assists a game only area Giannis is doing better than KD in is rebounds and you're talking about wins wins matter and when you talk yeah. about somebody like KD who is able to do it by himself without two other all-stars exactly like I think there was, how, I think there was how a you game. not give it to somebody like that I think there was a game where Kevin Durant was playing with I think like two three rookies on the team because you know it, it got ravaged by health and safety protocols yes. on the team and he was playing with like rookies on the team and they still won so you gotta, you gotta give it to him there like I'm not saying he's the foregone conclusion MVP but you know because things can happen mm-hmm. he, could, he could possibly go on a slump or you know anything can happen but that, that's like something to look at right there true and and I mean that's that that can go for anybody to be honest but at the end of the day like I said I mean that's just my thought I don't feel that Giannis should be number one I just have not seen a lot I mean the body of work this season to where Giannis should be given that number one you know and once again it's still early on so there's an opportunity where kevin you know kd may slide will, will slide i'm not gonna lie it's not on may he will slide back to the top you know Giannis will slide back down to the you know two um yeah. but i definitely feel like you know Giannis definitely in the conversation ain't the number one right now yeah conversation no doubt number one nah i can't i can't call that one i can't call that one um but listen like I said, it's a this is a fluid race. You know, the season we not we haven't even gotten to the All Star break yet. Um, so things can definitely change, and I mean, obviously, COVID is still a factor. So with everybody going in and coming in and out, you know, protocols, you know, left and right, it could definitely take a toll on you know players mentally um, and physically. Because like, man, okay, today we got this guy tomorrow we may not have him and next week we may not have him but we may have this other person back so how do we you know ultimately now listen at the end of the day that's the coach's job to manage his roster but it's also you know for the players to then be able to get on the court and actually play the game with whoever's on there play with your teammates with i mean whoever's on the court at that time so um but when you talk about people like KD, like I said, you know, this man is doing it with and without, you know, um, James Harden, without, you know, Kyrie. So it's like, you know, I just feel like this guy should be, um, should be, uh, listen, if it, if it ended right now, 
yeah, he should be number one. But I, I feel like if it ended right now, I honestly think that the edge would, although he is right now number one. But I think you know if it ended right now, season ended right now, the edge would go to KD with what he's been able to do with his team. He, he would definitely get the edge. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And so, that's that the takeaway from yeah. you know Stephen Curry. Rosen, they could mm-hmm. possibly be a dope. Stephen Curry is definitely top three in the race. He could possibly win it too. I'm not gonna sure how that's gonna look when Clay Thompson comes back. Will his stats stay the same or will his stats go down because it's gonna give more touches to play? And Wiseman coming back, I don't know how that's gonna affect the team dynamics as well. But he's definitely top three in the race to win the MVP. But uh, we're not sure about you know, people like the Rosen and other people uh that's on the list they're like they're in the conversation as well they're just i can see them as dark horses to win the race yeah like they gotta be playing yeah. extraordinary yeah no nah, they you you talking about the the bulls would have to be the number one team you know in rec- record wise i'm just like overall they would have to be the number one team for the rest of the season for yeah. him to for the Rosen to be able to like steal that because listen yes they case. are I think they they are still ranked number one yeah, yeah. they still rank number one um, yeah they're ranked number one in the east um, at 26 and 10 they're what two and a half um, ahead of Brooklyn yep. but and, uh, you're still talking about a Milwaukee team that I mean you talk about the Rosen versus yeah, but you're talking about DeRozan, who's going up against somebody like KD, MVP wise. Now I'm not talking about on the court. I'm talking about MVP race wise. I don't know. That's a tough. That's an uphill battle for DeRozan. That I don't think he'll be able to pull off if you know things were to end right now. Like I said, the team they would have to be number one all the way through the rest of the year for him to be able to you know take that number one spot. Yeah, we don't see. We don't know how teams are gonna like play or produce after the all-star break i do see that chicago is on a strong run right now in the last 10 games they're nine and one so they've been beasting lately and the rose have been going mm-hmm. off i make it two back-to-back game winners which personally i've never seen that before but that's extraordinary to hear so you know it's just strengthening his mvp case he could shoot up the ladder but still he has to have me personally he has to have the points like KD and the efficiency numbers as Giannis and KD to be top five right now. Yeah. And you know what? So I was talking to somebody the other day about that uh, efficiency. Uh, a lot of people outside of NBA, uh, the MVP voters don't really look at that. They don't really, they don't. you know, think that that's important, but that actually is important. Yes. Like, how efficient are you? day in and day out to you know get your team not only be able to you know get the wins but then to also get what get your points like are you going six and 40 or wait four and 20 like your boy Westbrick or to 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 get are you going four and 20 to get you know 20 points or are you going 12 and 18 to get those 20 like what what are you doing like how what is your body of work you know 
from the moment the tip goes off i mean from the from tip off to the time the game ends to end up getting your stats if you're not efficient if you're not consistent day in and day out man listen i don't know and i was like I put, whoa i put efficiency heavy i put efficiency heavy into like who, mm-hmm. who should be the mvp because when uh, Kevin Durant was playing with Golden State. He was getting thirty points on it, like with twelve shots, twelve of them. Easy. Yeah. So easy. And then when you have somebody like Russell Westbrook, for example, um, when they played the Brooklyn Nets on Christmas, he went four for twenty on the stat sheet. He 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 did good on the stat sheet, but going four for twenty, missing free throws, turning over the ball at an alarming rate. That's to factor in two things that like that should really like factor in in terms of it is uh player efficiency and uh plus minus rating how yeah. effective were you were on the court not just scoring rise but everything like were you rebounding were you passing were you defending yeah that's something that shows up on the plus minus if you're being a horrible defender that's going to yep. show up on your plus minus if you're defending are you getting steals? Are you getting like locks? Are you defending your your opponent to where they're not scoring as efficiently efficiently as they were? So that you, you could take that into effect too. So yeah, big time, big time. So I I mean, listen, you know, it's like I said, it's still early on. You got a lot of things, you know, happening night in, night out. Um, so things can the the, the the landscape of the NBA can definitely change, um, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited to see it. And a part of the landscape changing, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, how does this look over the next couple of weeks? Especially, you know, once again, when you're talking about pushing for the playoffs and pushing for home court advantage, um, the Brooklyn Nets. We talked about it last, last, you know, first that last episode, uh, Kyrie. Kyrie coming back part time. Um, I see that he came back. But he's coming back into a situation where he came back to against the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, and I mean, listen, did his thing. Is I mean, and I mean, so this is a different. Let's let's you know, veer off real quick. I, I just saw something today. KD, oh my gosh, this guy. I don't know what it's something in the water something maybe you know drinking smoking i don't know this guy says kyrie and this kyrie is better than ai i don't know about that as an overall player i don't yeah I, I i i don't know about that what's your thoughts on that um there's a case for it to possibly there's a possible case for it um you gotta put up no you, doubt if you put up, if you put up their numbers you i would have to check their numbers side by side to compare them but um i could see how i could i could i could see how people will say Kyrie is better than ai um me personally i think uh Kyrie Irvers has the best handles in the nba ever i've Kyrie? never seen somebody yeah, I've never seen somebody with a handle package as diverse as Kyrie. That is now, definite. It, I am not. I I can't. I can't put that past Kyrie. Kyrie's handles is sick. Yeah, Uncle Dean's handles some good are handles. ridiculous. Yeah. AI has some great handles. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to take nothing from AI. He has some great handles, but 
um, when it came to Kyrie, he like he's gonna cross you multiple ways and then lay the ball up. So, so let's and, let's 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 unp- unpack this real quick, real quick, real quick, so we can get back into everything else, right? So, over handles, I'm gonna go to Kyrie. Gonna yeah. go Kyrie, hands down. Uh, scoring, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna have to go AI. Scoring, I'm gonna have to give that to AI. Yeah. Defense, I'm good at AI. I, I'm I, I'm a little older, and I've seen a couple of. I seen I seen I, I've watched a few AI games. I'm gonna have to go defense. I'm gonna have to go AI. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you just talking about an overall. Oof, like I said, it's it's yeah. it's it's really debatable. That's that's tough. I would have to see stat for stat, like who, yeah, like what Kyrie what is doing, and what AI really did to say who. But you know, like I said, a I don't know. Case, but listen, let's just let, you talking about a teammate. Advocate. You gassing somebody up. Yeah. To to mm-hmm. be to be devil's advocate for AI, you could make a strong case for AI because AI by himself was able I want to say by himself but he was able to carry a team into like to the finals to play against the all Lakers uh, while Kyrie kind of struggled by himself to like with the the Cleveland Cavaliers but the Cleveland Cavaliers is a really really bad franchise so that's that's a that's a hard strike against Kyrie overall because he was trying to make the team go like ascend the playoffs before LeBron James came, but that's a nod on Allen Iverson's, uh, you know, a feather in his cap because he was able mm-hmm. to take that uh, team to the playoffs and get a game off the O1 Lakers when they were just destroying everyone in the playoffs. They're the only team that had a win but, against them in the playoffs. That's true. But listen, I mean, you had also Kyrie was also on Boston and he couldn't do it there. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really just don't feel like AI can carry a team on his own. And I mean, AI a lot of people, at, I mean, now, now, Kyrie, Kyrie, sorry. Kyrie cannot carry a team on his own. No, he can't. He but can't you look at, you look at, you look at, the, I mean, the, the landscape of the NBA right now, that's just a lot of players. I mean, a lot of, you know, yeah, a lot of players are not able to do it on their own. So they, you know, join super teams. And yeah. It, 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 whatever it is it's, it's the way of the nba right now but at the end of the day when you talk about i mean now nba nowadays honestly anyways is soft compared yeah. to you know back in the day so i don't think you can put any of the nba players now in what you know in back in the day teams to say oh yeah go out there and win it on your own they it ain't happening it ain't happening yeah, that's that's not happening so what days are gone it, you just talk about and that this is why i say i don't know i think i give the edge ultimately to ai because he was in an era where like yo i'm punching in your mouth and guess what you got to get back up to that, that very same moment yeah you got to get back era. up right now to play the one thing that could like that's like a definite like like drop the hammer moment like yo ai's better than kyrie is ai won an mvp and kyrie did it true true so it, it 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 really speaks to you and tell you listen ai is on this terrible team but he's bringing his team to the playoffs he's bringing his team to the finals and like is 
I mean, he's he's showing why, like, yo, he is that boy. Like, it, I mean, Kyrie, I ain't gonna lie, he ain't doing that. He's showing how he's a cancer. How, like, yeah, yeah you know, hey, listen, I don't want to do this. Okay, well, but it's you know, just, overall, like I said, he. It's kind of like the 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 deep, the wide receiver diva effect, such as AB, which we're gonna oh, get man. to later on. But it's like the the bigger the talent, the bigger the headache. You know what I'm saying? That is true. That is so, true. And like, I ain't gonna lie. Can't stand those uh, type players, but you know it is. What yeah, it is. You know, but you it's like their it. talent. Their talent is worth their weight in gold. So you gonna deal with it? That is. Yeah. Well, I don't know about well, yeah, A B's as well. You know, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, you know, yeah. listen, I just feel I, I just really feel, you know, like I said, uh KD was being a really good teammate by gassing up his boy, you know, on his return and saying what he's saying so that he can have that bit of motivation and that bit of, of you course, know Oh yeah, I'm that guy. Huh? Well you know, we'll see though. We'll see. Time will tell. Listen, he he game one back you know under his belt so we'll see but you know here's here's what i was going getting to yeah it was good it was good you know he did his thing but this is what i was getting to earlier right so he's coming back and they got this you know they're number two so right now they're they're locked for playoffs i mean uh home court advantage in round one um but if they have home court advantage he cannot play in Brooklyn. Yeah, he's going to play so, on road games. He can only play road games. And yeah. and that's crazy to think that, listen, you've worked your way back, right? But you cannot play home games unless you are, unless you got the, the pique. You know, we can't say that other stuff, <laughs> but, you know, unless you got the, the pique, the jab. you can't play home games. Yeah, you ain't got the dab. The you can't jab, play yeah. home games. So, how 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 does that work? Like how that's crazy to me. So the first two games are gonna be at home. He's gonna have to sit it out, and when they head back on the road against whoever team, like let's just say the playoffs were to finish right now, they will have to play the the Toronto Raptors. So Toronto. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go to Toronto in game two. I mean, game three, my apologies. He's going to game two, uh, three or four. And then when they head back to Brooklyn, he's not going to be there. And then he's going to come back game six. That's, I mean, that's if they even go that far. Me personally, yeah. I mean, they should be able to relatively beat the Ra- Raptors within five. I don't, I don't know. Well, five, five, yeah. yeah. But, you know, honestly, they would have to pray and play their butts off to get a sweep because uh i mean it's not the same raptors of the past but it's still listen you don't you can't sleep on any team once it comes playoff right. time of course of like, course of course playoff time that's when that's when they put their big boy pants on that's when they say hey listen this is what we really getting paid the big bucks for yeah, yeah. so playoffs, you know they going you're not going so this is what they're not playing just to play against the 15 players on a team you gotta understand you got the 15 plus that reserve guy 
or girl by the name of COVID, right? That is a factor. It's, it's not like, all right, playoff time coming around, COVID is not a factor anymore. Nah. Exactly. Yeah. COVID is still a, a factor. So it's like, all right, we can't anticipate that KD uh, or James Harden is going to be, you know, having this to sit because of protocol. Exactly. Like, yo, if they have to sit, now you're not only talking about not having one of those two, but you also, obviously, in Brooklyn, not going to have Kyrie. So now you down two, maybe three of your stars. And he's he's quote-unquote not Zach, so he's more susceptible to possibly be pulled for health and safety protocols. So Correct. That's a, that's a factor so in that's, itself. And they were so making... I just, they were, I just think they that... Were making, they were making jokes about it too how like there was like mm-hmm. oh uh jason kidd might get a 10-day contract or Dwayne wade might get a 10-day contract and dirk Nowitzki, he he had his jersey better uh raised the other night and they were talking about hey we'll give you a 10-day contract so <laughs> that's just how it's looking right now with the health and safety protocol with covid striking the nba yeah it's it's listen it's going to be a ridiculous thing to have to sit here and look and see what happens between now and then because listen like you said the the them being able to gel is one thing them being able to like get it you know all put together in season is one thing but then playoff time when like like i said it really matters if they have not really gelled enough it's going to show come playoff time because you only have this guy two games you know well let's say you only have them on the road because you know you never know it could be two it could be three games on the road or i mean at home that they're there so you don't know it could be four if they go on seven games but it's like yo how do we ultimately work this guy into our roster to where come end of the season rolling into playoffs we can guarantee that listen we don't need this guy game one and two at home but on the road yes we have him but we need him to the point where we're closing out the series on the road because we don't want to have to go back home in a game five situation and not win it so it's like man hopefully they can figure that out but that's just a whole different you know the worst case dynamic ball game that you got to talk Mm-hmm. The worst case scenario is if they make it to the Easter Conference Final or the NBA Finals, and let's just hypothetically say there's a Game Seven and he can't play because the Brooklyn Nets have home court advantage, then the, the the Nets are in trouble. Like let's just just keep it a buck. They're in trouble because if there's a Game Seven and he can't play, and they so happen to lose because of that, the media the media is going to destroy Kyrie. Definitely, definitely. Because they're gonna they're gonna hold this and, and that sucks for the rest of his career. They're gonna be like, you had an opportunity to win an NBA title because you didn't want to get vaxxed, and you just you you decided to not get the job for whatever reason, which is his choice. Like, we can't force anybody to do what they don't want to do because I don't want I don't I wouldn't want them to do that to me. Nope. So I'm not holding that against Kyrie. But the media is not because you know they've been they've been promoting the job or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, you know, 
and Kyrie, I mean, um, KD actually said it too about um, he was asked the other day, will you uh, like, what do you think about forcing, you know, um, Kyrie to take the the vaccine? He was like, man, yo, listen, I would never want to do something like that. Like, yo, that's that man's personal, you know, uh, beliefs. Um, I can't force him to do something like that. Nobody should force anybody to do something like that. Exactly. Why? Because that's that man's personal belief. So, listen, I stand with him and I and I agree. And listen, at the end of the day, he a grown man. If the man say no, like, yo, what can you do? Exactly. If you if you telling me I'm not gonna have my career because of it, then hey, listen. Oh well, I mean, we we, we talked about that last you know episode, man. Listen, of course, of course, so be yeah. it. If 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 I'm not able to, then so be it. I just don't so, like kind of media is making personal attacks at him. Uh, about his character, about his intelligence, because you know the the comment about the Earth is flat. Like, I feel like that's unnecessary. If he doesn't want to take the jab, he shouldn't be controlled and forced to do it. Like, I understand he has a job as an NBA player, but he, I'm pretty sure he made enough money where he could potentially he could potentially retire right now comfortably. He could open businesses. He has sponsorships and endorsement deals where he, he yeah. can be set for life. His family can be set for life. But I do understand the the you know the severity of the situation that you know the Brooklyn Nets are in striking distance of potentially winning their first ever NBA title. So for their franchise history. So I understand the seriousness there, but it's, it's just a complicated situation because like you don't want to take the job but at the same time it's like your job is kind of they're not forcing you to but they're backing you down into a corner saying you're not we're not going to be we're not going to pay you money which you need to basically live and survive and take care of your family unless you take that job so it's like a low level force in a way you get it? yeah yeah and listen, once again, at the end of the day, you can't force somebody to do something that they don't want to do. Um, yeah. And if that if that's that person's livelihood and it you know dictates what's going to happen after that, then, hey, you as a person, you got to make that determination on whether or not, you know, that's going to hurt you to say, hey, I'm out or just say, hey, listen, you know what? On to the next. It is what it is. If it hurts me, it hurts me. But I got to, you know, live right for me and my family. And yes. me not taking this is, you know, what's going to be right for me. So it is what right it is. Day, you do you do what you, what's best for you and your family. Bump what we saying, what the media saying, yep. what everybody else saying. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, that's, that's, once again, that's ultimately what it boils down to. But, you know, so here's as we listen, you know, once again, the the, the NBA season, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm waiting, I'm, I'm ready to see, you know, um, what's this thing called? Uh, all star break. I, yeah, last year they didn't really have, I mean, they, yeah, they didn't have all star break last year. I feel year, like the all star break kind of came in where they, they kind of squeezed in everything into like a couple of days because mm-hmm. they didn't want it to stretch out like how it used to be like the past three days because they're trying to mitigate COVID as much as possible. Yeah. So um, I, I just hope they still have at least the you know the, the, the three point contest I ain't too much like whatever. The dunk contest I prefer to really that. see that. 
and Kevin Wayne. I, I would love they, to they see. Yeah. They, they literally squeezed the dunk contest during halftime of the All-Star game. Yeah, I don't I didn't like that. Now yeah. so to be honest, I would I would be okay if they did not have an all-star game. Why? Because I just think that is nothing but fanfare. Yeah, like it's just nobody, an NBA yeah, that like the the main thing should be skills challenges you know the dunk contest the three-point contest you know those sort of things the game like they don't really care about that no more they don't be playing defense like they don't really care like if if the the last couple of minutes yeah and if the end result of the game is whatever winning team gets x amount of dollars for charity, charity yo just go give the money to the charity why you gotta you know why do you gotta play for it like yo all right listen the East wanted this to to raise money for this charity. The West wanted to raise this money for this charity. All right, here you go. Here go check to those charities. Like, good luck. I mean, good job. But you know, to have that whole game where once again nobody's actually playing is pointless to me. Yeah. So you, I gotta, I just... you gotta you gotta understand though, because you know we 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 want competitive All Star games. Like how it used to be back in like in the nineties when Jordan was playing. But at the same time, I don't want me personally, I don't want like as a Miami Heat fan, I don't want I wouldn't want Jimmy Butler going hard in the all-star game and he mess around and gets injured. In a pointless all-star game. And and that's what I'm saying. So it's like well, you know what, honestly, NBA is a lot more it's a lot harder for them to to get injured than it is in the NFL. So, yeah. you know, but then again, the NFL is smart. They don't have their Pro Bowl in the middle of the year. They have it at the end of the year. So if anybody get injured, then, well, you got the offseason to recover. But yeah. the end of NBA, obviously, midseason, you know, anybody get injured, then, uh, ooh, good luck. But exactly. I just I just don't, like I said, I don't understand why they still having the All-Star game when at the end of it all, nobody's actually playing 100 like, who cares? Have yeah, the I dunk hate, contest. Have the three-point contest. Yeah. Like, have the dunk contest and the three-point contest and call it a day. Or the skills challenge. Um, um, yeah, or the skills challenge and then and then call it a day. Then call it a day. But, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. You know, like I said, I don't get paid those big bucks to make those decisions. So we'll see. NBA season, let it just continue to unfold. And whatever happens, happens. And, you know, we will be here to talk about it. We'll be here to talk about it. So, right, so let's 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 kind of let's switch gears a bit. Let's switch gears a bit. You know, we, we talk NBA. Um, now we, let's, let's talk NFL, man. Let's talk some NFL, man. And listen, like I said, AB has to be the last. AB has to be the last because... He is just—he's just special, right? You know, we gotta give him his attention because I guess other people are not really giving him attention, but other people are giving him a lot of attention. So we're gonna yeah. give him the attention that he deserves. One one topic on the list on the you know on the list we want to talk about is Aaron Rodgers, and so right now Aaron Rodgers is leading the MVP race. I've uh, seen his stats and numbers. He's have the best statistical stats of uh, most of most of the quarterbacks this season. He is rated top five in pro football focus. And on top of that, um, you know, he's, he has the number one seed in the NFC 
um, leading in the uh, NFL. But right now, he's going through some controversy right now because an MVP voter, which is part of the media, ripped him the other day because they said they don't like his quote-unquote character. They said he was a bad guy. They said that, you know, because he's not vaccinated, he, well, he lied about being vaccinated and, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. And when I was reading into that, I just kind of laughed a little bit because I'm like, when did when did winning an MVP has to do with your character or what you what you decide to do off the field? As long as it's not illegal or anything suspicious or bad, that should have no bearing on what how you should win the MVP. If he has the best numbers and he put his team in the best position to win games and he's a number one seed, that should. Like he should be in the charge for the MVP. Now I understand we have Tom Brady, we have Patrick Mahomes, we have Joe Burrow that's in the MVP race as well. But right now, Aaron Rodgers leads the charge in the MVP race. But when you have a biased MVP voter like that, that's this that's saying that oh he should I'm not voting. I'm he said I'm definitely not voting for Aaron Rodgers, even though it's clear he's the front runner. I feel like that's unprofessional and he should not be a voter. So here's here's my thoughts, right? If you don't want to vote for the guy, that's perfectly fine. Say I don't want to vote for this guy. End it there. Don't say I'm not voting for this guy because he is not vaccinated. He decided he wanted to lie about this, this, that, and third. Like, yo, you are losing credibility. Why? Because you're not once you like you just said, you're not voting for this guy because of things that he does off the field. You're voting for this guy because of things that he does on the field. Now, if you're talking about having a good morals race or a man of the year award, then, okay, different story. But you're talking about most valuable player, not most valuable person, most valuable player award. Then, like, yo, guy, come on now. Really? But once again, at the end of the day, it's his decision as to who he wants to vote for as a voter and if he feels like hey, i'm gonna vote for the next person then that's that's fine because you might think you know uh stat wise hey he's not the best player you know to vote for that's fine but if you're once again talking about because he ain't get vaccinated and all listen i yo you're just ridiculous to me like that's that's beyond retarded for you as a voter to so say listen as this is why i'm not voting for him yeah it's sorry, time excuse. Sorry to control. He's, uh, he, he's using that as an excuse to say that's that's another uh talking point people use to attack aaron Rodgers. but i feel like mm-hmm. he just doesn't like aaron Rodgers personally and i can understand that aaron Rodgers is not a likable guy like i i, I could see that he's smug he has a smug attitude he's like you know he's low-key he's to himself he doesn't really express himself to the media that well like he's not as talkative he's a little introverted he's aloof and stuff like that but if he's being the best player on the field and i'm an mvp voter i have to vote for who's the best player out there that's helping his team win regardless of how i feel about the player there's some nfl players i don't like but if he's if they're playing great I have to vote on them just off GP, like just off the merit yeah. that they're playing the best. Yeah. Like, that's true. So. And I listen. So, I mean, for years, 
growing up as a Dolphin fan. I hated Tom Brady. I hated with a passion Tom Brady. But then you look at the man's the body of work, like this guy. He shreds every team and he does it methodically. And it's like, oh my gosh, why am I watching this guy destroy my team? But then I understand the game and I'm like, this is why I'm watching this guy shred my team and other teams because this man understands how to play the game. So, but me as a voter, if I feel like, yo, you know what? This guy is doing my team dirty. Oh, well, this guy is doing an amazing job as a quarterback and what he's getting paid for. So why not give him the vote that he deserves? It's not that he should get. It's the votes that he deserves. Like that's that's what's you know like mind boggling. I'm looking jokes. at the MV- mm-hmm. They're making jokes about saying that you know that that particular uh, MVP voter was a Bears fan. So that that could yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> that was definitely. I was like, yo, that these guys be ridiculous. <laughs> but but I'm looking at the MVP race, right? So the top five in the NFL, right? You got Aaron Rodgers at one. Um, when I'm looking at his stats, I, I can really see why. Then you got Tom Brady at two, Jonathan Taylor. I'm not gonna lie, he's beasting it. He's at three. Um, you got Joe Burrow at four, and then you got Cooper Cup at five. That is a long shot. That is a long shot. Yeah. A former wide receiver, there's no way one getting in the MVP, you know, consideration as a receiver. Yo, that's tough. But he's not going to win it. Um, and it's going to yeah, be very difficult for him to, you know, I mean, he only got one game. Ain't no way he's going to win it uh, when fans over. Yeah. He has to ha- he has to score six touchdowns for, for, for them to, you know, say, oh, yeah, now let's give it to Cooper Cup. But even still, like I said, exactly. he's not going to win it, unfortunately. But but what he did this year was ridiculous. To be honest, the MVP is more of a, a quarterback award. Like, I mean, no, like I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying that I agree that it's a quarterback award, but for the last, I'll say for the last almost since 2013, a quarterback has won the MVP. I think the last player outside of mm-hmm. a quarterback to win MVP was Adrian Peterson. And that's that date back all the way to 2013. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, no, no. My, my mistake. That was twenty twelve. He won it. Uh, I won it. But he had to have a. He he had to have an extraordinary season to win that MVP. He was the only one on the team. Yeah, he literally had to carry his team into playoffs when he was in striking distance of breaking Eric Dickerson's record. That's that's mm-hmm. how they was. He was able to like win the MVP that year. So that just shows you what a wide receiver, a running back will have to do to win that award. Yeah. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, 95% of the time, the quarterback has the ball in his hand. You know, yeah. 100% of the time. Why I say that? Because even when they are hiking the ball, they're hiking the ball to the quarterback to then hand the ball off to the running back. Or so to the 100% of... Exactly. So 100% of the offensive, 100% of the time on offense, the quarterback has the ball. Center, then quarterback. So, I mean, listen, they are the field generals. They are running the team. So 
there i mean that's why i say it's i mean like i said look at the list again you got three quarterbacks you know um in the top five uh yeah. that's the last um voting i think that that's the last grouping that's going to be out before they actually make the final decision on who um is mvp but even when I you mean, look at the top 10 you know, uh the mvp list of the top 10 majority of them are quarterbacks yeah yeah and i can definitely tell you, you got you know a few that well deserved they worked their butts off this year um of course and you course, know I'm hats off to them but you know listen yeah, but I'm looking at the top two once again, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I'm just looking at passer rating. Passer rating for Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, as a former high school quarterback slash receiver, I can, you know, tell you passer rating means everything. This man, Aaron Rodgers, understand. And I, so I'm, as, I, as I throw this stat out, I'm going to have you understand two things on it, right? So first off, passer rating for Aaron Rodgers, 111.1. Tom Brady. 100.5 Aaron Rodgers had 111.1 passer rating mainly passing to one 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 receiver everybody else were nobodies ridiculous he really only had one receiver he only has four interceptions four interceptions that's crazy 35 touchdowns to four interceptions yeah he missed a game because of covid so imagine him not missing that game right and tom brady playing all 18 games 17 games all right we we don't know if he's gonna play tomorrow right but he's played all games this entire year 40 touchdowns he's only five touchdowns away from from tom brady four interceptions to tom brady's 12 interceptions granted yes tom brady's getting older who yeah whatever nobody cares you still still decide you're gonna put them pads on and play the game so guess what who cares you you playing the game but yeah i hate when they do do that they kind of like they like what like they want to they make it seem like tom brady's like a 70 year old man in a walker still quarterback or something like that like he could still play i'm not taking nothing away from him, but they keep saying oh he's 44 doing it. i get that and it's great but like i don't want to hear any excuses when he lose say oh he's 44 years old what you expect you know like i don't want to hear that. i don't want to hear those type of talks nah because if that's the case then listen dude hang up the pads like yo hang up your cleats and and go into retirement but the moment you decide you want to stay come back another year yo play the game and he's not he's not giving no excuses he, he doesn't care about what the media says he's going in every game and he's playing the game as best he knows how and i mean listen that man knows how to play the game just being honest once again i hated him for 20 years i still hate him and 20 yeah i still hate him i still hate him heck he beat my dolphins again this year like that's ridiculous he needs to stop he needs to go away but I'm just I'm just thinking about like yo this guy knows how to play the game but I'm just going back to Aaron Rodgers like with his numbers like how do you not give this guy the MVP like exactly, he should be unanimous at, and like, me personally I'm not that, really a that, big fan of Aaron Rodgers like that I mean I respect his ability and talent but I don't like his smug attitude I don't like how he how he's condescending how he carries himself but 
his numbers are undeniable. How, you can't say, oh, I'm not voting for him because I don't like him. You you, you come off as improv, mm-hmm. unprofessional, immature. Like you, you, you're a grown man. Yeah, like, definitely. That is true. But, you know, once again, it, it it is what it is because at the end of the day, I'm not playing this game for you to like me as a person. I'm playing this game for you to like me as your team's player, your team's captain, you know? And I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure there's people in, in Green Bay, you know, Wisconsin, those cheeseheads that may not like the way he carries himself as well. But listen, I don't care about what happens off the field. On the field, I need you to win my team a championship. I need you to win yes. the city a championship. And regardless of and, how... And as long as you do that, listen. No, I was just saying, regardless of how Aaron Rodgers acts or how he comes off, as long as he's winning games and putting them in position to potentially win a Super Bowl, they're going to always love Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. Yeah, always. definitely. Definitely. And I mean, that's the same for Tom Brady. That's the same for Big Ben. Um, and you know, shout out to Big Ben. You know, um, he's about to hang it up this year. I, I, I hope yeah. he does. Honestly, he needs to yeah. go out, you know, on a high because next year we don't know what's gonna happen with this guy. So he needs to just hang up the cleats. Um, but you know, people like that, you know, the city respects them for doing what they do on the field, off the field, whatever. You know, you can do by all means, act however you want. But as long as you are able to play the game. Play the game to the fullest and win me my championship. Yep. And speaking of championships, that's the but I, I feel I feel sorry topic. for for players like uh, what's this guy's name? Baker. Yeesh. Baker Mayfield. Yep. Um, that, we're gonna segue to the next topic on the NFL playoff well, that, race. That playoff who, race, right? Yeah. Who Who you think is potentially to like oh, win the Super tra- Bowl? Oh, I, I thought we were skipping that guy. He was trash. Is is he worth us talking? Baker Mayfield. Uh, the only reason I, uh, we we could we could we could bring. All right, him up so right quick. if we're talking side by side, never again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let, let's give him a little shine because you know that's all he's worth, and I don't think he's going to make it. So he's gonna he's gonna be on somebody else's roster next year. As a starter, no. No, if he stays in, the only way he can continue to be a starter is if he stays in Cleveland, and that's only because it's like, how do you have this guy and don't bring anybody else in after him to be a starter, right? There's in the draft. I was looking at you know who's coming out you know next year, draft wise. There isn't really anybody who can come into Cleveland, take over his starting role, and be great and that's or, a lot you know not even not say be great be good enough they do they do which is unfortunate because it's like you you took you look at the receivers you look at the running backs you look at the defense it's stacked but then the quarterback can't hold water like well to be fair and why are we paying you for up there to be fair for baker murphy he's he is playing hurt now, granted, I, I mean, he was struggling before the injury as well, but still, he is uh, playing hurt with his shoulder injury. But I, me personally, I don't, I like Baker Mayfield, but I don't see him as the quarterback of the future for the Cleveland Browns. And that's unfortunate because he's, I think he's on his fifth year option with the team. So I don't, I don't know. The, the Cleveland Browns have some decisions to make either to stick with Baker Mayfield and pay him 
like another contract deal from possibly four or five years or draft somebody but you're taking a huge risk by drafting a new quarterback and then having to implement him and see how he might do what you get with Baker Mayfield what you see with Baker Mayfield is what you get now granted is, is he the best quarterback no is he the worst quarterback no I think he's average he's, no no He's average. Uh, to, that's to be. Uh, that's my personal opinion. I think he's average. He's middle of the road. He's like a top fifteen quarterback, but unfortunately, average is not enough to help you win the Super Bowl. Listen, is he worth a starter's contract? Um, no, I don't think so. So, his who is in the market? For somebody like this guy, because honestly, once again, he's he's nothing but a role player. He's nothing but a, a a serviceable backup quarterback. And you're talking about two games. He's not even. I'm gonna be, yo, keep it real on here, right? He is not even Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick Fitzmagic is better than Baker. <laughs> Fitzmagic. I I feel Fitzmagic is better than than that guy you can make, you can make that case. Baker and that's I, hey, listen, I think that's just, I think, that's just my mm-hmm. I, I look at it this way right I think the ballyhoo with Baker Mayfield was because um, of last year when um, you know of course with o, uh, OG, OBJ had got hurt and then they started to take off they finally made the playoffs. Uh, since the last time they went, they was able to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoff and make it to the next round to play the Kansas City Chiefs. And then they were in striking distance to possibly win that game. And then they lost, even though, uh, I think, even though, what's the quarterback? What's the quarterback for the Chiefs again? Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes had got hurt. And like that was the opportunity to possibly beat him and win. Mm-hmm. And like possibly like you know make a push for the playoffs possibly, but then it didn't happen, and then people were had high expectations for them this particular year with Odell coming back, and then when Odell did come mm-hmm. back and they were struggling, they put the blame. They basically scapegoated Odell as a sacrifice to you know put mm-hmm. the blame of on him, saying he's the reason we're struggling. He's the reason because oh um, Baker Mayfield's trying to force targets down his throats and he's being double coverage or he's being like you know high safety at the top and everything and he's not making plays he's not making Baker Mayfield look good so then they release him and now they're still struggling so now it's what's the excuse the only common denominator of the situation is Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield yeah like I mean listen the moment they got rid of OBJ and they were still the same team. They weren't this explosive team. They should have really started thinking like, dang, maybe it wasn't OBJ. Like, maybe it really was bigger. Yeah. This guy's not getting the ball to playmakers. And the really, the only reason why we are being explosive is because he's handing the ball off to Kareem Hunt. He's handing the ball off to Nick Chubb. Yep. And they're doing their thing at running back. But when you're talking about trying to stretch the field and get the ball to you know Donovan People Jones or you know um that's really the only receiver that I mean Juice yeah he's there but it's like is he really there like you know he ain't getting the ball to these receivers 
who can potentially do something for them. And it's like, you, okay, well, it's not those guys. It's if him. You're asking Baker Mayfield to make a play, like two minutes left on the clock, and you, uh, like, he has to drive the ball down the field to win the game. Unfortunately, he can't do that for you. What he can yeah. do is try to take care of the football and let the team do what they do. Let the defense get sacks, turnovers, transition that to field goals, score touchdowns, and take care of the football. He could he could do that. He could be a he could be a decent game manager. But when you when you ask him to make a play to win you the game, he can't do that. Unfortunately, he can't do that. He can't. He can't. And, and listen, you know. His future is obviously in, you know, Cleveland's hands. This is not even a situation where his future is in, and it is in his hand and where he can determine where he's going to go next. He has to figure out what, you know, Cleveland is going to do in regards to either, you know, giving him an, uh, a franchise tag or just saying, I'm sorry, you got to go type deal, trade you, whatever. But um, good luck on his future. You know, whatever's next for him is next for him. And, I, like I said, I wasn't a Baker fan, just like I wasn't a Johnny Manziel fan. Like those type players, I really don't. They, I was neutral on Baker. Neutral. I wasn't I a fan. I, Sky, I wasn't a fan of him, but I, I did wish like some success. I didn't. I didn't. And I mean, he just played a, in a way where it was just like, I don't like your style of play, guy. And it maybe it was because he was just so arrogant and cocky with it. To where I was like, bro, you're not even the best person on the field. Like your center is better than you, and you acting like you the best thing since sliced bread, bro. Like, no, get out of here. His Go defense, sit on the bench next to the water boy. His defensive end, Miles Garrett's better than him. Position was exactly way better than him, and it's it's like, bro, get out of here. Like, if you if you can like really if you not you know. The running backs, if you can win us some games, then we can talk. But until then, like, I need you to go sit down somewhere and, you know, relax. Because, you know, you're not, the, thing, he, he, you're not the best guy. With the, he, he, they're reminded with his commercials. Like, he's on he's on a commercial on YouTube, on TV, every other, every other like, commercial. And it's like, wow, like, he has a lot of commercials for a quarterback that's not as producing as high as... Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, like those yeah. guys, they have. To I was watching. Good. I, I was listening to something on um, sports radio, locally, and they were talking about how this guy, right out the gate, he had all of these commercials, and hadn't even want started really winning games, but he's in all these commercials. And his focus is on that side of things more than it is on the on the game. And that's probably what's hurting him because he has this outside limelight. He has this outside limelight that, you know, he's needing to feed and he's not really focusing on on the game. And I'm like, man, that makes sense that, that I mean, that that could be true. Because like yo, if you can see how this guy's playing the game, it's like, oh my gosh, you really trying to showboat. You really trying to like boost your fans and not really boost like your teammates. You know, you're not trying to like really work on that end. You're working on all right, what what's the next commercial I can be in? What's the next endorsement I can earn? And it's like, bruh, is that like so that's why I said like that that that's a bit of his arrogance that I didn't like 
when he was back in Oklahoma. I didn't like it. And I'm like, bro, I feel I like the league don't need somebody like you. We already got enough of them the divas. The part, the, yeah, the part of the reason where like the, the lot of the, I, I guess the shine, like limelight, is on Baker Mayfield because the way he carried himself when he was playing at Oklahoma, he had a big chip on his shoulder. So he felt like he needs to be braggadocious, be precarious, be out there, like show like grit, show like bravery, courage, and let people know like yo, I'm not scared. I'm like I could I could live up I could live up to the challenge. I could do this. I could defeat a team, you know. And you know, possibly I I, I just feel like you know I, I'm not a man to like count another person's pocket. He's gonna continue doing what he do. If those commercials are helping pay bills and he's making millions of dollars off it, hey, if you like it, I love it. But once, you know, your play on the field is struggling and people are going to start, you know, they're going to start looking around. They're going to be like, what's going on? Why is he not playing up to his standard? Is he not practicing? Is he going through personal issues? Is he distracted from football? And that distraction, is it the commercials? Is it the endorsements? Is he doing movies? Is he whatever? Is he not 100% all in on football? And that's going to play a factor in contract talks with the GM, with the owner. When they're looking at it, it's play on the field. They're going to say, are you all in on the Cleveland Browns? Because you're struggling right now. You're on a contract year. And you want us to pay you, but if we pay you all this money, are you going to be 100% in, or are you going to be worse of what you are now? I get that. I get that, and, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, the season is is ending for him. He's not playing tomorrow um, in his last game. So, you know, and I'm, he's actually about to undergo his surgery, um, so his season ended. But um, I'm just like, man, listen, you know, whatever happens for this guy, listen, good luck. But I just don't see that. You know, I, I, I'm hoping and I know the Dolphins ain't dumb like that. They go after somebody like that. But I ain't gonna lie. If the Dolphins ever pick up this guy, I'm no longer a Dolphin fan. <laughs> no longer. Me, me, me and Chris Greer going to have to have a conversation like, straight up. But it is what it is. But let's talk so playoffs, man. Playoffs is right around the corner. Yeah, let's talk playoffs, man. We got right now the top seed Chiefs just clinched top top seed today. They they beat um Denver. Um, so they they yeah they they beat the Broncos and they clinched the top seed in the you know the AFC. So they got home field advantage. Um, they are they are good. Well, actually, no. They, they clinched the division. They didn't clinch the AFC. Let me correct that. They clinched the division, not the AFC. So um, they are. If if Tennessee loses tomorrow, which is highly unlikely because they're playing against the Texans, but if Tennessee loses tomorrow, Chiefs are going to more than likely lock up home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs and. Mahomes, Mahomey and his homies are on his rip right now, and I'm not gonna lie. I think they are going to go back to, to the, Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl. That's just my thoughts. I think they're going back to the Super Bowl. That's possible, Trent. Um, I do see uh, there. It's not gonna be as uh, 
know it's not it's not gonna be a lock for them to go to the Super Bowl like how it was the previous seasons because of like all the talent that they have to face. Um, I do see the Chargers as potential opponents. The Colts are up there as potential opponents and other people. So, but yeah, you're right. They're, they're still there's still a chance for them to you know go back to the Super Bowl. It's just they've already went like back to the Super Bowl almost like three. This will be like the third year in a row going back to the Super Bowl. So that'll be crazy. I never mm-hmm. like seen like three years in a row a team go back to the Super Bowl. So. That'd be an extraordinary feat for them. Yeah, it's and, unfortunate and that they got blown out last year in the, in the Super Bowl, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly I don't so my thoughts on that Super Bowl last year, I think that was rigged. I think oh, it was boy. rigged to to the sense like listen, just think think of this, right? So Tom Brady goes to Tampa, not saying that he can't do it. Not saying that wouldn't have been something that wouldn't have been able to be done, because you look at the roster in general, that that was a that was a stacked roster. But Tom Brady in Tampa, Super Bowl is in Tampa. Why not make that happen? Why not make Tampa play the Super Bowl in their home city, right? And with Tom Brady, why not give this man another ring before he retires? Like, come on now. I'm not gonna I, say it's rigged. I just, per se. I just think that it was it was all stacked up. I'm not gonna say it was rigged per se. I I looked at it as Tom uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think two I think two or three of his offensive guards were injured, so that that played a huge factor into why he struggled in that Super Bowl because he basically had no time for, to protect. And Tampa Bay has a good front four. That could get after the quarterback, so that played a huge part. The defense, the defense won that championship. Even though Brady played good, the defense is the one like that's the that they're the ones who really dominated the game and made it so lopsided. I feel like if Patrick Mahomes had proper protection, it was able to find his receivers down the field. And he had a decent running game. He he could have made it a competition with Tom Brady. To potentially win, I'm not gonna say he was automatic. It was a lock for them to win. He could have potentially made it a competition with Tom Brady to win, and he could have possibly usurped Tom Brady as the best quarterback in the NFL right now for the long term future. For so. sure, for sure. But like I said, I just think that it was a little um sus. But yeah, it was co- this year. Yeah, man. But this year, this year, honestly, I think the Chiefs are going to be able to. They, all right, so they they gonna make it right. So now here's 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 the kicker, right? I think if they play against the Bengals at any point in the playoffs this year, if they play against the Bengals, I'm not gonna lie, they're gonna have a hard time. I don't care about any of these other teams. I think if they play against the Bengals, they are going to have a tough time. Did the Bengals beat them? I just the, look at the, what the other week they 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 beat them this last week, right? But then I also look at the the first game that they played against each other. The Bengals held them down. They didn't win, but they put up. They they made it tough for them. And you got to talk right. now. Joe 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 Burrow is clicking with Chase. As well as Higgins and Joe Mixon is 
doing what he got to do out that backfield. Yep. Now the defense is struggling a bit. They're struggling a bit, still giving up a lot of points. But I think they can do enough, just like they did. Because I mean, to be honest, Pat Mahomes is not as explosive. They're not doing as much. That offense is not as explosive as it has been in the last couple of years. And They're the doing enough to skate by down. certain teams. The defense there, like always been up and down the last couple of years but usually thing i think about like what joe burrow and them boys are going to be able to bring to the table i'm not gonna lie if they make it uh, if they are playing against the Bengals at any point in the playoffs that could be their toughest you know challenge in playoffs outside of them honestly i mean yes you got the titans that's a tough team but i they not that tough especially without um uh, what's the boy name? Uh, King Henry. Yeah, then you got yeah, he ain't that tough. But he might come. Yeah, back. I heard he, he's gonna come back. He, he, if he, like if he, he comes back. Yeah, they... watch out. If he comes back. Nah, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, they say he's coming back. Yeah, they say he's coming back for the playoffs. So we'll see. But I mean, you talking about against like let's say the Bills. Mm, the Bills might be a little, uh, might be a little tough, but nah, nah, not not too much. Um, you got the Patriots. I think that's a skate through. Um, although Mac Jones is playing his butt off, but I still think that's a skate through uh, with the Patriots. Yeah. The Colts skate through. The Chargers definite skate through. I mean, Herbert is playing, you know, lights out, but. I still think that's a skate through against the Chargers, you know. So, like I said, honestly, just my thought: the toughest team um, the Chiefs can play in the playoffs is the Bengals. Bengals, yeah, uh, yeah, it's looking that way. Yeah, yeah. but you always got to be yeah. careful about that crap. But on the NFC side, the that that's true. That's true. That's true. But on yeah. the NFC side, man, we got um, uh, it's. For me, for me, it's between the Packers and the Rams. And the I can't even give it to the Buccaneers. You don't see the, don't see the Bucks I, get to the... Nah, I can't. Nah, I think they're beatable. I think they're beatable. I can see, I can are, see that. They are um, definitely beatable. I can see the Packers and Rams in the NFC Super Bowl. My only problem is the Packers and when they go to the NFC, NFC Championship, like, how will... How will Aaron Rodgers play? Because he's been in four NFC Championship games and he's one in three. Like that last year when he lost to the Tampa yeah. Bay Bucks, he lost a lot of esteem. Like as like in terms of lore and status-wise, when he lost to Tom Brady at Lambeau Field on his home field. So if he's gonna make it to the NFC, NFC uh, the NFC Championship, he, he better win because. People are sick and tired of you guys going 13 and 3, 12 and 4, etc. And then y'all make it to the NFC East Champion, NFC Championship, and then nothing like no Super Bowl. Like, he still has one Super Bowl to this day. And granted, it's hard to win a Super Bowl. But if you want to be seen as a top 10 quarterback or one of the greatest quarterback or be the greatest quarterback you need to have multiple MVPs which Aaron Rodgers have but you also have to have multiple Super Bowls to go along with it too 
No, that's for sure. That's for sure. But like I said, I think, you know, NFC wise, um, Packers, I would love to see Chiefs and Rams. I'm not going to lie. I would love to see a Chiefs and Rams Super Bowl. The rematch? I think that is. Um, oh, no, no, not rematch. Oh, Chief, you said Chiefs and Rams. No, nah, not rematch. Nah, Chiefs and Rams, yeah. Because that'll be like explosion, explosion all over the place, point wise. Like, yo, scoring wise. I mean, that's that is on the AFC side. I think the Chiefs is the only team that can keep up with the Rams. Bengals maybe, um, offensively, um, and then vice versa. Well, no, often yeah, vice versa. Honestly, offensively, I think the only team that could probably keep up with the Chiefs is, uh, I mean, Buccaneers probably. Um, Arizona, if they were all healthy, um, but yeah, I mean, don't know the Packers they don't really have enough offensive threats. Yes, Aaron Rodgers can, you know, yeah, not nah, Arizona. That, that's that's crazy what, what's going on with them. But yeah, um, just, I, I, I would love to see, like I said, at the end of the day, I would love to see the Rams and Chiefs um, in the Super Bowl. But like my prediction. My prediction, Chiefs is taking it this year. Chiefs definitely taking it this year. Out of all the teams in the, NFC, in the AFC, I could I could see the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. And when it comes to the NFC, I could potentially see either maybe because I, I personally like when it, like in terms of regular season, I trust like Aaron Rodgers to get you to the playoffs. I just don't trust him in NFC NFC Championship games. So he has to show me that he could potentially break through and make it to a Super Bowl. But outside of the Packers, I could see the either the Rams or the Bucks going to the Super Bowl and playing against the Chiefs. Mm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, right now as it sits, right now as it sits, Buccaneers is playing against 49ers. Uh well, you know what? That's if it ended today. So I would say the sixth seed. I, I don't even know who the sixth seed is right now because if the 49ers lose tomorrow and they're playing against the Rams, which is a high possibility that they lose, um, then you're talking about. And then if the Saints is able to beat the uh, Falcons, Saints is actually moving into the sixth seed. Um, so it's great. I, I, I mean, the Buccaneers, honestly, whether it's the Saints or the 49ers, I see them getting past them. So you're talking about uh, Buccaneers more likely going to be able to make it to the conference finals again. Um, yeah. And I see, I the way see, Tom Brady play. I see a Bucks. I, yeah. I could potentially see a Bucks Rams NFC championship game. I can see that. And it'd be crazy if it's a Bucks Chiefs rematch. Oh, that would be that would be real crazy. I, Hopefully. The Chiefs yeah. are fully healthy, have all their ducks in a row to be able to go up against them. Um, the Bucks don't—they don't look as dominant as they were last year in terms of yeah. defense-wise. Yeah. So I feel like it will be an even playing field, and could be a toss-up for who would win that. And you know, we'll talk about that when that time comes. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, you know, one thing, and we already know one person won't be there with the Bucks this year celebrating whether or not they, you know, make it that far. Um, but your boy AB, you know, that that guy there, man, he's, I mean, talk about 
ending your career, I don't care what anybody says. If though if dude makes it to another team, I'll that'd be, be bonkers. Like if somebody else decides to pick this guy up, I, yeah, I'll be shocked. But and I, honestly, I wouldn't put it past a, a, a playoff team that needs a receiver to go and exactly. you know try to pick exactly. this guy up. But exactly. if he if he ends up on another team this year, I that'd be crazy. But like talk about ending your career out with a bang like this guy i mean so i'm let me get your thoughts on 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 how you think everything went down and how do you feel with everything and how it all you know uh unfolded from you know that last from from sunday what's your thoughts on that so what what comes my thought i want to take it back a couple of years ago when I first started seeing, because I, I started seeing the antics with AB from Pittsburgh, and so, well, you know that that game when they won the playoff game, and AB started recording in the locker room, and the coach was talking about how they're gonna beat the Patriots and stuff like that. That was the first like, like whoa, like AB muttered it. Then he pulled that stunt against the the Las Vegas Raiders. When he was complaining about a helmet not showing up the practice meeting, mm-hmm. and then he called the uh, he called the uh, I think the GM or the owner a quote unquote cracker. Then after that, he went to the Patriots, and then um, when Tom Brady decided to like you know vouch for him and sign him, after that he had a sexual allegation, uh, an alleged sexual allegation, and then he got cut from the team. I thought he was done after that. Now he has a second chance. He had like a third, fourth, fifth chance. And he ended up signing with the Bucks. Last year, he was on his best behavior. This year, the whole situation just like flipped on his head because he got into uh, a situation with the coach where apparently he was there with an ankle injury. And the coach was telling him to get on the field. And he was telling the coach, I can't. I'm hurt. Like, I don't want to risk potentially injuring his ankle even ever further now granted mm-hmm. to, to, on the coaching side the they they were losing and he felt like i'm not going out there to further injure myself and we're like getting blown out so it's like what was the point even though they end up winning that game which looks bad on his part but at the same time why not like why why do all that ridiculousness by throwing your jersey, your gloves, running on the field like a like a like a, a idiot, shaking your hands, doing the peace sign, running to the locker room. If you're gonna leave, just leave. But the way he did it was just so unprofessional, so wild, so Antonio Brown. It was just like wow, bro. Like I can't believe. Like, like I'm used to seeing him do crazy stuff, but it's like every time he does a new crazier thing, it's just mind-boggling and shocking. Yeah, so um, what's your thoughts on the situation as regards to that? Listen, my thoughts is... It was. uh, My thoughts is that this guy, I'm not going to lie. He is dealing with something mentally. And he is pushing it off on everything else that is not NFL or sorry. He's pushing it on, on everything that is NFL. 
right? And it's it's difficult to say that this guy is not, you know, the best at what he does. Um, hands down, he is one of the best yeah, receivers in the game. Um, but to put it to to only put it on him would be wrong. Of course. Why? Because I can tell you, and this is just from my days back in high school, um, and then knowing other athletes, watching these shows where athletes, I mean, where, where, you know, these football players, these high school football players, heck, even, you know, uh, Little League, you know, these, they're, they're put through the gauntlet of week in and week out having to play, having to perform, and if they're injured, still being forced to get out there and perform for, not for the benefits of them, but honestly, for the benefits of their coaches. Yes. For the benefits of the 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 people that's putting the money in the pockets of either the coaches. Hold on, give me a second. No problem. being forced to play for the benefit but, of the franchise, the fans, no loyalty and all that other like BS talking points that they try to use to like galvanize the players correct. to make them play hard all the time. Yeah, and and I'm telling you right now, listen, I've been I my high school day and and I, I had to, you know, it it was for me to say, man, listen, I got to walk away from this because yo, I got injured in practice, hurt my back. And it was still one of those things. My coach told me, yo, can you walk? All right, get back in there. Might as well like, you, bro, are you, are you dead? I just said, bro, exactly. Might like, see that. That's crazy. And like I said, and, and so for me to see that, I, I can, I can, I can kind of side with AB and say, man, you of know course, what? I, I, I'm almost certain that they definitely have forced him to you know play through injuries and once again it's not just ab you talking about every player in the nfl you making these big bucks guess what buddy your body is mine and i'm going to tell you whether or not you can continue to play and if i feel like you're not on a stretcher you are able to play bro and get back in the game and that's 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 tough because once again you as the man, as the player, you know your body. You know what's what's hurting you. You know what you are, you know, physically capable capable of doing. And if you're not, you know, honestly capable of actually going out there and playing, then, you know, what can you actually do? Because you can't actually go out there and play. You know your body is not able to play another down. But yet, I'm forced to actually. Yeah, especially, especially if those quote-unquote team doctors are telling you that you're good to play, and you you know deep down, like your body's telling you no, you can't play. Yeah. Because that's the same thing that happened with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, the doctor, team doctors were telling him that he was good to play, 
but he got his own personal doctors and they're telling him different so you know you know your body better than you than anyone else and if your personal doctors are telling you a different story but the team doctors are telling you you good to play you can't really take their opinion on it too seriously because by the end of the day they're the team doctors they're going to do what's beneficial for the team and if that's to get you out there regardless if you're 100% healthy or not they don't care you're getting paid by the team they're not getting paid by yeah. you so yeah exactly so yeah that's what I mean now granted I get I get that in terms of potentially getting injured in the long term trying to play this game as long as you can but at the same time it's like AB has so much strikes against him the media doesn't care the why is just like damn AB did it again AB is acting yeah. again AB's being a fool again so that's why he's not getting the benefit of the doubt even even if he might be right in this particular yeah. situation the way he handled it was unprofessional and classless so yeah I think that's I think that's what's, what's, what's really making it worse it's all the extra foolery that he's doing like, bro, I'm not gonna lie. You didn't have to, you know, take your pads off, take your jersey off, and you know, yeah, just go in the stands and like, bro, you didn't have to do all that. Walk your behind to the back, and then do that all in the back. That's fine. But for you to go here, go go ahead and just you know do all that, you know, just to get the attention of everybody. Like, bro, you didn't have to do all that. That's why I say, like, mentally, there's something there, something ain't clicking. Something is not is, clicking with him all the way. Is this say something about possibly CTE? Concussion, CTE, you know? yeah. But you know, I think that's what they're gonna say about any and everything. Like, yo, it's CTE. It's, it's you know the the many different concussions. I, I mean, there's other people in the league that has gone through you know, if not the way same worse. thing, worse, but ain't acting the same way this dude is acting. And, and you know, he's 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 wanting that extra bit of you know uh excuse so that you know to, to his behavior and it's like bro nah and i mean now you got where he's calling out tom brady like exactly. oh is he a friend um oh he needed me like they need like bro what uh, no nah, something they, is they, wrong they, with you why are you called, saying they called me in to win the super bowl not the toilet bowl the super bro they did not call you in to win the super bowl they wanted to give you an opportunity. Tom Brady, being a good guy, wanted to give you an opportunity to win another chip. Yeah. Tom Brady had receivers. He had yep. Mike Evans, Chris yep. Godwin, Gronk. He had these players. And Cameron he said, Brady. you know what? Nah, listen. Cameron, like, yo, he had these players. But he said, nah, yo, I know there's going to be this opportunity for me to win this, you know, the Super Bowl again. So why not bring somebody else in and that I know has the skills, the potential to win a Super Bowl to make it easier, not only for myself, but make it easy for him. Because I knew we could have did it when I was in, in New England, which he did. But unfortunately, you know, you couldn't stick around for the whole year. But, you know, listen, I, I'm, I'm good enough to, like, have you on my team to where once again it makes it easier for all of us to win this thing so and in terms for you of to the, think like yo he called mm -hmm. no i was just saying in terms of how the team was constructed a b like if you look at it like it was a cake for example 
AB was the frosting with the cherry on top. Yeah. But if you take the cherry yeah. and the frosting off, it's still a it's still a good cake. It's still a good cake. Still a good cake. So my thing is like, bro, why are you thinking like he you were the reason why this man bro Super Bowl, your stats, you only have five catches, twenty-two yards. Let me yeah, five catches, twenty-two yards, and a touchdown. Gronk had two touchdowns. So clearly you were not the reason why they won the Super Bowl. Gronk had two touchdowns, and that defense was the yeah. reason why I won the Super Bowl. So, I don't like for you to think that. Yeah, no, nah, they brought me in to win the Super Bowl, not the toilet bowl. I was the reason why we won, bro. You must be out of your mind. And then on top of that, he AB, exposed the text messages. He exposed the text messages with Tom Brady's trainer and stuff like that. That was that was unprofessional. That was it. There was no need for that. It was, and, and now it would have been okay if the um, trainer ended up saying something like. Oh no, nah, I'm not gonna give you the money back because I did something for you. Nah, the trainer said, "Hey, I understand and I agree with what you said. So guess what? I'll send you back your money. Why you gotta expose this dude now? Yeah, it's not like the man was being dirty with you throughout the entire process. The man just said, I mean, he ain't had the time, you know, the opportunity to do what you wanted him to do. So when you asked him for his money back, he said, "All right, cool, ain't no problem. Here you go." So yeah, like, he probably bro, got what, other clients. He probably got other clientele that you know he he could like go to to like you know pay him the adequate money. So it was no problem giving it back to AB. And on top of that, it was like for you to even expose that exactly. about him, you're ruining his business for potential clientele in the future. So I didn't like that. Exactly. I mean, but I don't think that's yo. If he got, he has one of the best examples of his work in Tom Brady. Exactly. So I don't think his 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 work just got jacked cuz Tom Brady's 44 and honestly I I feel if he won the Super Bowl this year he's going to say hey listen bring me back for one more year just so I can play till I'm 45. Like yo, I think he's going like yo for Tom him Brady's to have to, this guy Tom Brady still, Tom Brady Tom Brady started to cut you off with Tom Brady and Gronk were joking about Tom Brady playing till 50. Exactly, and I don't think that's far fetched. Exactly, how Tom Brady is playing right now. So I don't know that that guy AB man. Like I said, he's he's definitely killing his career. Um, and I don't think that he'll be able to get another shot at. um, Here's the thing, though. He with his numbers and that Super Bowl ring, he's a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but. Damn, his antics and what he do off the field is just so wild. It's like wow. So, so now we running into the um, Terrell Owens situation. Will he get voted in? I think he's gonna get voted in, but he's gonna take. It took. It's gonna take a long time. Yeah, yeah. Because what to to took him what almost ten years to get voted in or something like that. It took um after he was eligible to um to be voted, he got voted in the first like the third ballot. Like after the third year, then it was like that right. we can't we can't hold him out of the Hall of Fame long enough. Like we can't hold him this long. We we have to put him in. So they're they gonna do that. And that would have been. 
they go it's gonna definitely be longer to the point where he's gonna forget about it like oh yeah i i i didn't get voted into a hall of fame yet but it's gonna it's, it's one of those things like you gotta think about it those are things that people are going to be looking at now hall of fame like yo what was your body of work on and off the field do we want this on our record for someone who was like you who were video evidence of this guy throwing things out of a hotel room into a pool or like falsifying you know um, documents like bro do we want this as a stigma on our you know record or our like do we want this disdainment in a, in a Hall of Famer, like do, do I want don't this player that, to represent you know, our Hall of Fame. I listen. It's gonna be one of those things. Like it has to be years upon years upon years before they pull that trigger and say, "Yeah, you know what? Let's just let's just give him what he need, or let's get him give him what he want." Because mm, I don't I know. I feel like man. me, my personal opinion, when he retires, whenever he decides to retire. And then, like, because I think I think you gotta wait like five years to be eligible to, to be in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. I think after that, after those five years, when he's el- like when he finally becomes eligible to go to, like, to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, and like maybe one or two years pass by and he's not inducted, he's gonna go on social media and start complaining and doing the same thing T.O. was doing. But he's gonna he's gonna oh yeah he's gonna do it worse what T.O. did. He's gonna take it up or not. He's gonna like because he, he's he's really transparent like he's gonna curse he's gonna complain he's gonna whine he's gonna like really like he's gonna say the nfl's out to get me he's gonna expose it all like teal teal was a little bit more diplomatic about it he'll go on shows and he'll keep it a little bit more pc and say how you know these players these coaches these players are out to get me or I feel like the league is technically but he's gonna be a little bit more political about it AB he's gonna like he's gonna lay it all on the table so yeah and that's 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 gonna be a scary thing I mean scary but at the same time like scary for the NFL very entertaining for people like me and you (laughs) because NFL not gonna want all that they not gonna want all that but you know me the media we gonna want all that we want to know what's you know going on on the inside we want to hear all the you know the drama we want to see all of that and yeah ooh, i can't wait i can't he's, wait. A hall of, he's a he's a hall of fame he's a bona fide hall of famer regardless of all his off the field antics and whatever he's doing he's a bona fide hall of famer he has the numbers he has the super bowl championship to show that he deserved to be in the hall of fame but it's just damn like you, you keep shooting yourself in the foot by doing all this crazy foolishness. Yeah, I mean, I just it's it's it sucks that once again, you know, his his career is going in this direction. Um, but I just think that's that's just all. Um, that's that's a receiver thing, man. They are definitely divas, um, and it sucks, but. I hope the next group of receivers, you know, the Justin Jeffersons, the T. Higgins, the, the, I mean, Jamar Chase. I ain't going to lie. I hope they are not like that. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, you're not going to get Cooper Cup to act act like that. 
Cooper Cup is an upscale, I am by the books, whatever you want me to do kind of guy. Like he gonna yes. he gonna he gonna follow the line. I mean, he gonna walk the line without you know hesitation. Like you that's know, why I respect. I, and you know, it's, like, it's, it's sad to say it this way. That's why I respect wide receivers like man. Julio Jones. Yeah, that's why I respect wide receivers like Julio Jones, Megatron, Larry Fitzgerald. Megatron, yes. Kept it buttoned up, no off the field issues. They just yes. can't play and went home. Exactly. They did their thing, but you got, you know, some of these. Mm, I don't even know what to call them, but, you know, you got some of these dudes that feel like, yeah. Yeah, divas. I mean, they're worse than divas, bro. They're worse than divas. <laughs> and it's like, dog, seriously, you got to humble yourself, my guy. Humble yourself. Because, yeah. Yeah. yo, when, when 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 stuff start to hit the fan, bro, come on now. Ain't nobody going to be around you. Ain't nobody going exactly. to be around you. Exactly. Because the, the wide receivers like AB, OBJ, Terrell Owens, Chad Johnson, Steve Smith, like granted, mm-hmm. they were entertaining at, at the top of their game, but some of their like off the field or some of the, some of them on the field issues that they were doing was just like damn, like mm. they were entertaining. We love the you know yeah. to with the get your popcorn, uh, running to the star, celebrating mm-hmm. the touchdown, celebrating the dances. They made the NFL better and lively that way, but it's just the like dealing with them personally off the field or on the field i i know it was a lot and ab's no different yeah no that that listen no no different no different and i i, I listen he has definitely tipped to tip the scale to an all-time high and it's like bro no. is this really really what you're doing bro is this really what you're doing but once again it's one of those things there, there's definitely something more going on mentally with this guy that we don't see. And, you know, we just only can, I'm not going to say judge, but we can only, yeah, we can only speculate. We can only provide our, you know, opinion on what's on the surface. And that's tough. But and when you got somebody like him who does not feel the need to seek that bit of help, it's like, bruh, is there really something wrong with you? Or is it you just wanting to be this diva that don't nobody really wanna to have around? Or are you just are you just a crazy so, person? Like, I just, just you know I I there there's many more weeks to come. Yeah. Yeah. Are you just a crazy person? And like I said, there's many more weeks to come. And many more things to unfold with his craziness. And I'd be shocked if he signed one of those teams. Have yet to see, you know, what's I'd more to come. I'd be shocked if so, he one of you know, teams. so I, I was reading something like just now. This is actually a report that came out three hours ago. Um, so he's somebody. It says Antonio Brown allegedly offered spot on a USFL team by former Steelers coach. I can see that happening. Him going to this league just to um, keep his feet wet. 
and and stay in some type of shape stay and show the NFL, hey, listen, I still got it. And somebody's going to sign me. Somebody want this drama. But we'll see. The USFL, I, 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 you know, the XFL, the or AAFFL. What is it? You said, you said something about... Uh, I mean, yeah, just like all those other leagues, I don't think it's going to last that long. No. Yeah, I don't think it's going to last that long. Um, but we'll see. Um, there's, you know, Todd Haley, he's, you know, I guess he, he gave, you know, uh, Antonio an offer. We'll see what he decides to do with that. I don't think he's going to... He may not even entertain something like that, not knowing exactly oh, what, you so. know, the pay is going to look like and, you know, all of that. Um the ins and out of it um yeah. so we'll see but somebody somebody decided to give him an offer so Tom, uh Antonio Brown is like that that really really but, um, beautiful yo girl man it's at uh-huh. the school and it's like no I'm just saying Antonio Brown is like that really beautiful girl at the school and it's like she's like really really beautiful but then when you get to meet her and see her in person she's just so a horrible person has a nasty attitude and feel like she could talk to anybody any type of way because she's pretty that's how ab kind of come off but that's that's the whole diva receiver like kind of mm. comp- so yeah so let's 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 look at this add insult to injury right let's how, how you want to add insult to injury so the usfl team Todd Haley's team that just offered uh, him a, a contract, right? Yeah. They are located in Tampa. Wow. What say this guy decides, you know what? I'm going to leave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go to the Tampa Bay. They're called the Bandits. I'm going to go to the Tampa Bay Bandits. Wow, that's crazy. I think he, I think he would do that just to throw shots just to throw shots that's crazy i like that at the end of the day you know ab needs his help and you know hopefully he seeks that help and he gets that help because it's 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 already enough where he's uh i mean he's still young a young black male in this society to have to deal with certain things um and not have anybody to you know really confide in and provide him the assistance the help that he needs so you know hopefully he gets the help that he needs and can change his you know change this thing around but being a diva I think is going to always be in his blood just I hope he becomes a more humble diva I don't see that happening but anything's possible I guess I don't see that yeah man but man listen on that note man this was this yeah <laughs> but listen man this was this was definitely fun uh we are unfortunately out of time but listen man y'all uh out there in the radio land and youtube land y'all stay tuned for the next episode with my boy elo speaks uh, we definitely got we're we gonna bring it back listen like i said uh sports season goes on and on forever and we de- can definitely bring up many different topics many different sports to talk about so tune in to another episode um that i will soon have with my boy Elo speaks um but on that note any final thoughts Elo? 
uh, yeah, just follow me on, on my social. Um, just at Elo Speaks. Follow me on YouTube, Spotify, Google uh, Podcast. Follow me on Anchor, and uh, follow me. Uh, follow me on Twitch as well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Um, not a problem, my guy. Not a problem. But um, once again, man, it's your boy Jeffrey, and you are you have tuned into another episode of Just Talking with Jeffrey. Man, listen, let's have a good, wonderful day, weekend, whatever you want to call it, man. We out here. Peace.